As most of you know from either being to both places, the shared group note, or me hilariously bringing up my bow and arrow during last year's Secret Santa, Katie and I live really close to each other. We're both uh, currently part-time stay-at-home dads while we work on other pursuits, and while it has a lot of rewards, it can also be stressful. To alleviate a little bit of that stress, we sometimes yell comments at one another that are fucking hilarious. For instance, as I was putting the kids in the car yesterday, specifically Z in her car seat, he came by and stopped and said, Hey, get out of the road, motherfucker, and then drove off laughing. Hilarious. Well... I then thought I had a great opportunity as I was driving down the street in front of his house and saw who I definitely thought was Kyle Park and about to get out of his car and take his kid out of the car seat. So since there was no traffic behind me, I stopped and just looked and did the Matumbo winger, Matumbo finger, like, you can't park here, dude. Not here, motherfucker. And I looked over and it was definitely not Kyle. That I was doing this to. The person who I did do it to looked at me aghast like, what have I done? Sorry. Welcome to the Fantasy Basketball Podcast with not quite a layman, not quite an expert, Pod Tom. All right, this week for the big three, I'm going to uh, talk about the Christian-JB matchup. And this started out before we even saw the point correction, which the point correction was crazy. It never happened in the league, and we're following this close thing. And as we're texting about it, one thing that I couldn't get over and how hilarious I thought it was is that everyone else is talking about the league, and Chuck just makes it about him. The next thing that I want to bring up on this week's Big Three is Sean and Zion's relationship. Um, This is something that I think is hilarious, and I think that everyone should pay attention to as they follow the thread. Sean loved Zion. As a rookie, would have gone up to like $75 on him at least, and then Zion's been plagued by injuries. So Sean now hates him. Except for in the thread, he loves him and talks about him being better than other people. But Sean has told me in a side conversation that he would never take Zion on his team again. So there you have it. And the last thought in this week's big three is I think that, and maybe we can do this for the magic, but I think that they really need to bring in fans to ask moves to, like, in the offseason, if a team is going to do something, they should have a group of diehard fans who watch a lot of their games and bring those people in to ask. For instance, if we take this about the Chicago Bears, who several people in the league like, if you could have gone in that draft that had Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes, and a few other QBs, and you could have said, hey, we're going to trade down, and we're going to move these other things to draft Mitch Trubisky, Is there even one fan 
and the entire Chicago Bears fan base that would have said, oh, hey, yeah, that's a great move. Do that. Give up the capital for this guy who got no attention in college, barely started, and whose coach didn't even say that good things about him. No, no one would have done that. And as a result, we have Trubisky, who is like, I guess, now in the Bills and sucked. But no fan would have done that. The GM of the Bears should have listened to that. They should do that for NBA moves. Like, hey, we're thinking about doing this trade in the summer. Should we give up all these picks, etc., for this guy? And if the fans are for it, do it. If not, don't. Anyway, that's this week's big three. But um, enough about me. Wondered, uh, Cabo, you got any thoughts to share? Uh, quick uh, vibe check-in with Homegrown. Um Lakers lost bad. Um, I'm trying to stand up for them on the thread, but I'm losing, definitely. And um, JB and Tom are nowhere to fucking be found, you know? So, anyways, night, guys. Thanks for that, bud. Yeah, the Lakers are, we'll see. We, we shall see. Um, wanted to check in with somebody else. Andy keeps getting pounded in the PA. And I uh, just wonder, how's that feeling for you, Andy? Good morning, gentlemen. It's Wednesday morning. Um, I'm actually out and about picking up a little coffee, a couple donuts, uh, just reading some text messages on our very first stat correction matchup changing uh issue so very curious to see how this all plays out and if this happens again this year um espn proving once again that they are very good at being behind the ball on everything i mean pulling out stat corrections from three days late is pretty bad but uh tom wanted me to talk about how i have the um (laughs) least coveted title so far throughout the season of being number one in points against Uh, and how does it feel well I'll tell you what it doesn't feel great Um, knowing that everyone is just absolutely crushing it against you Um, but you know what despite having that it's honestly not the thing that's most frustrating for me this year Um, and I'm 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 throwing this segment on the pod as hopefully a reminder that later in the year, you know, things can change, luck can run better, um, but we'll see. Uh, it's been a tough year so far for me. Um, so first week of the season, had a nice lead, came down to a Sunday matchup, and I got uh, I got blindsided by the first two trades of the season by uh, uh, Mr. Witty. Just uh, he did what he what he had to do to get the W. Traded his number one guy for uh, somebody else's number one guy. Picked up a couple of other games, and I wasn't prepared to make the sacrifice needed to get that first win. So kudos to you, uh, Mr. Witty, on that first win. Um, I don't think he scored the most points that week. I think Chuck had it. Uh, week number two was going in against Stacks. Um, he absolutely destroyed it. He had more points than anyone else. I didn't have a chance. Uh, week number three was against Tom. 
my squad pretty depleted missing tobias harris due to covid missing malcolm brogdon due to some unknown illness that they didn't disclose so when you're missing two of your four top guys and uh not a whole lot you can do but again tom absolutely crushed it i think he might have outscored everybody except for one or two people i don't remember um so yeah i'm i'm leading points against by uh by a pretty uh, safe margin. So I got a lucky break this week. Kamish had Embiid go down with COVID, um, and I'm currently leading my matchup. We both have scored a pitiful amount of points through Wednesday, so we'll see what happens. Um, but, yeah, overall I'm pretty uh, disappointed in my own personal uh, fantasy skills so far. Um, I don't know. It's more just luck than anything, but, yeah, it's been tough. A lot of uh, a lot of waiver ads that just haven't really worked out. Um, adding Rubio while Sexton was out, dropping him when Sexton came back, not having, and then somebody else grabbed him when Sexton went out again. Missed out on that. I feel like I've added Drummond like four times for all the games that Embiid's been healthy. Dropped him only to have Embiid go out again, so somebody else can have him drop fifty points multiple times. Um, made a bunch of waiver moves that I thought would be good, trying to look at minutes, trying to look at average scores. Um, picked up uh, Martin from the Hornets last weekend. I don't even know which Martin. Caleb Martin, uh, Chris Martin, Quanzo Martin. Uh, it was just C. Martin, but he had been trending well. Um, I think he got me nine points for uh, for his two weekend games or something horrid like that. So... Yeah, I don't, I mean, I'm glad you guys are finding it really, really fun to just score a million points against me, but, you know, I think, uh, I think my squad's good if we can get fully healthy. Um, I mean, I'm glad I had the honor of being the first dude to lose someone major to COVID, thanks to Tobias Harris, who was vaccinated, but, you know, it still can happen. Um, now I got, now I got the Joker beating people up. Um, so, yeah, if my, if my squad can get back healthy... And we can, I can actually get my top four guys, my core four. Now that Sean uh, doesn't have that name trademarked, I think uh, I think we'll be pretty good. So, look out, guys! Um, I'm feeling a victory coming on. Sorry, Kamish, you better uh, bring your A game because I'm feeling good. All right, take it easy. Take it easy, we shall. Thanks, Andal. Uh, one thing that's pretty fun about the pod, season five, as we keep going, is it's fun to get ah ah ah. Oh, hello, my little fantasy boys. <laughs> How are you all doing? It's been a little while, but I'm here, and I have some surprises for you. Oh, okay. Well, just wanted to say a few things. First off, Hot Dog Johnny's in Buttsville. Oh, that's a weird little name for a creepy little boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, good luck, John and John. Um, next, next we've got Andy, Andy, doing his thing against Christian. Christian's a bad little boy, renaming his team to be about being horny. And I think we know what's going to happen. Andy's going to win. And Andy's going to not be 0-3 anymore. Okay, well, Adam, Adam's taking it to Sean. Sean's going to be 0-4, you hate to see it. Sean, step it up, buddy. Next up, we've got Tom and, and, and Doug. 
I don't know what to call him Dr. Kyle still sometimes. It's very confusing. But good matchup going, but Doug really needs to not be 0-4. Then we've got Dewey trying to also not be 0-4, taking it to stats with a bad bad boy name like Goberting to Sextown. Not appropriate. And last but not least, Kyle. Kyle, what are you doing, buddy? Hey, Kyle, you better watch out when you walk past sewers. I don't really appreciate you beating me like this. It seems like you're going to probably win, and it's um, kind of screwing my whole thing up, buddy. I had a good thing going, <laughs> and now you're, I don't really, what? what's the deal? What's going on? This uh, Drummond, like, Drummond being good, and, like, I'm being, like, what's up, man? Like, just, like, dropping the act here for a second. Like, what's going on? Like, I just, I don't really appreciate this. Like, it's, it's, it's embarrassing. Like, you should talk, like, you should have come to directly to me, and we could have talked. And instead, I'm being thrown out to the dogs here, and being made a fool of. I don't appreciate it, so... Um, no good vibes for you this week, man. It's just like really not fucking cool. Um, it sucks. Honestly, it sucks. I really, um, just really got to me. Um, and I just feel like we need to talk. Um, just me and you, I need to talk with you about, about this. Um, all right. Well, Hey, uh, look, um, it's fine. It's just, I'm not like mad, but like, I just feel like we need to work through some stuff. Um, Shit. You know what, dude? I think uh, it's time. We we need good vibes. Good vibes only here for a minute, boys. What's up, fellas? Today, we got our good vibes with Cabo. Homegrown Cabo. So, only had, uh, let's see here. Five submissions today. So, you know, I'd like to get that up a little bit, boys. I'd like to get that up a little bit. We'll start with mine. Well, my positive vibes, my good vibes are, well, woke up at like nine, uh, had a bowl of golden grams, and uh, now I'm smoking homegrown at, I don't know, just about 10 a.m. on a Wednesday. I don't know. Medical leave's a weird time. Everybody has to figure it out their own way, you know? I do it with homegrown and golden grams. Um, But anyways, let's get to it. So we got... uh, Dewey. Dewey didn't get any shitty trade offers from Tom this last week. So, hell yeah, Dewey. Way to go, my guy. Tom, good on you, bud. Uh, next up, we got Sean. Sean got his booster shot. Fuck yeah, dude. That's very exciting. Very exciting. Next up, we got JB. Also got his booster shot, but he goes ahead of, t- ahead of Sean because he also got his flu shot. Way to go, my guy. Hope you're feeling better today. You'll be getting a little treat from me today. It's finally ready, 
and I finally can drive and ship it over to you. So here we go. Uh, next up, we got Stacks first Bong Mountain show in two years. Good luck, good vibes. We love you. And Tom, this got the top spot because I know how much hard work he put into it. Uh, he finished a dream kitchen remodel, and you guys should have him send the pics. Um, Tom is very gifted in home maintenance and things like that, projects around the house. Dude does an incredible job. Um, kitchen looks great, man. Kitchen looks really good, and I'm happy you were able to get to that point with it. All right, boys. Good vibes. Only. Peace. Peace to you. Putting this together, feeling a little horny. Whew. Man, kind of like to read one of those sexy advice columns. If only we had one for the pod. Extremely horny, yay! A fantasy love line episode one on the Pod Tom Fantasy Brewing Podcast Network. Popping champagne. I am your host, the Commish, drinking a little Rafino from France, wearing crushed velvet blush blazer with no shirt underneath. And I am here to help you sort out all the fantasy kinks via phone calls, voice memos, and emails. So, with no further ado, let's get right in to our first caller. Hi, I have a question for Extremely Hornier uh, Fantasy Loveline. Uh, this past May, my wife introduced uh, a third participant to our relationship. Um, it really caught me by surprise. My wife had been thinking about this and working about this for a really long time, and I had no idea. I had no idea that there was a, a plot and a scheme to spice things up around the home um, by adding adding a, a third member. Um and I gotta say, they're they're amazing. It took me a little while to start to kind of get used to having a third around, you know, involved in everyday facets of life. Um, but then they just started showing these just big old beautiful eyes, and just would kind of strut in front of me down the sidewalk. And oh, I gotta be honest, I'm pretty happy. So. What do you think? Do I just embrace the this third in our relationship, or am I in too deep? Thanks. Thank you for your call in too deep. And that's extremely horny to you, sir. Well, listen, there's no kink shaming here. Spicing things up by adding a third can be exhilarating 
can teach you things that you would never have known about your partner. It can be titillating and you might get some angles hit that you never have before. But communication is key because the last thing you want to hear is, well, you never pet me like that. Or, well, I don't even have that body part. You understand, you gotta make sure that you and your partner have vocalized expectations or you could be in for a long ride on the bench. Let us know how it's going in too deep. Next caller. Thank you for your call in too deep. And that's extremely horny A to you, sir. Well, listen, there's no kink shaming here. Spicing things up by adding a third can be exhilarating, can teach you things that you would never have known about your partner. It can be titillating and you might get some angles hit that you never have before, but communication is key because the last thing you want to hear is, well, you never pet me like that. Or, well, I don't even have that body part. You understand, you gotta make sure that you and your partner have vocalized expectations or you could be in for a long ride on the bench. Let us know how it's going in too deep. Next caller. Hello there, extremely horny. First time caller. Um, I just need some some love advice. You see, well, there's there's this guy I met. I won't say his name yet. Well, his name's his name's Freddy. Okay, his name's Freddy, and I just I, lo I love him. It's just that, like, he gets me. Well, I actually even created a nickname for him. I, I call him my Freddy Teddy. I know, it's silly, but, you know, I just... I just really love him, you know? He does these things that I've just... No one has ever done to me before. For me. Before, I meant to say. And... I want to tell him how I feel. It's just, well, one of my best friends used to love him too. And it's just hard. It's hard to decide between love and, no, love and friendship. Love and, oh, also this, this man, he's the, he's the commissioner of my fantasy basketball league and, I just, I don't know what type of dirty tricks he would pull if, if he found out about us. Just please just give me some advice. Yours truly, homegrown in Cabo. Absolutely howling at the moon. 
over his new friend, Freddy, who is his teddy. Kind of cool, furry, dynamic, exploring new caverns together. Thank you for the call, Cabo. And by the way, the way that those plumes of smoke were, I'm just closing my eyes and picturing them whisper out of the corners of your luscious lips and mouth and kind of sneak out of your manly Detroit nostrils. You said you were from Detroit, right? Just love to see it and hear from him. And congratulations on your new toy. Yes, love versus friendship. Well, it's important that, you know, you try to cultivate and protect both. I would hope that your friend would understand sort of a segmenting of this relationship that you have with Freddie Teddy. But however, apropos of our previous caller, have you considered inviting your friend in? Perhaps you may benefit from these dirty tricks you were afraid of, but clearly turned on by. Think it through. Don't be projecting feelings onto him and perhaps have a different mindset of inclusion when it comes to old Freddy. Maybe don't be so stingy. Thanks for the call. So meaty. And now it's time for our first email of the pod. Dear Extremely Horny A, if a man thinks about Kelly Oubre while having sexual relations with a woman, does that make him gay? Signed, Anonymous. Uh, Anonymous, thank you so much for bringing Kelly into the conversation. And it's fitting that you signed off as Anonymous because literally you represent a reality right now that Everyone is thinking about Kelly Oubre while they bang. There is not a single person who isn't having a synonymous experience with sex as, uh, as well as thinking about Kelly Oubre. And that's all well and good. No, it doesn't make you gay. It just makes you human. And uh, if you look at photos on Google Images of Kelly Oubre with his shirt off, he's got a tattoo over his tight, tight little abs, and it says survive. And we are all just trying to survive this life. And one way that we're able to survive is through the sexual gratification of picturing Kelly Oubre during sex. So no, it doesn't make you gay, it makes you human, but the part that you need to grapple with is this. While you are doing your best and maneuvering and trying to extend the night, trying to remember the 1996-97 Seattle Sonics roster to kind of keep it going, your significant other is also thinking about Kelly Oubre. So just keep that in mind and no shame. We all are. Thank you for your email. So meaty. And now it's time for our first email of the pod. Dear Extremely Horny A, 
If a man thinks about Kelly Oubre while having sexual relations with a woman, does that make him gay? Signed, Anonymous. Uh, Anonymous, thank you so much for bringing Kelly into the conversation. And it's fitting that you signed off as Anonymous because literally you represent a reality right now that everyone is thinking about Kelly Oubre while they bang. There is not a single person who isn't having a synonymous experience with sex as, uh, as well as thinking about Kelly Oubre. And that's all well and good. No, it doesn't make you gay. It just makes you human. And uh, if you look at photos on Google Images of Kelly Oubre with his shirt off, he's got a tattoo over his tight, tight little abs, and it says survive. And we are all just trying to survive this life. And one way that we're able to survive is through the sexual gratification of picturing Kelly Oubre during sex. So no, it doesn't make you gay, it makes you human. But the part that you need to grapple with is this. While you are doing your best and maneuvering and try to extend the night, trying to remember the 1996-97 Seattle Sonics roster to kind of keep it going, your significant other is also thinking about Kelly Oubre. So just keep that in mind and no shame. We all are. Thank you for your email. And now we have our final call of the inaugural episode of Extremely Horny A on the Pod Tom Fantasy Brewing Podcast Network. Take it away. Hello, this is Kevin. I am a human man, first time caller, long time listener. I am experiencing human love for another human, because that is what we humans do. How do I impress a man if I do not have my genitals yet? He has a penis, I believe. See you in... Heaven. Yo, I don't think we should talk about this. Oh, come on, why not? People might misunderstand oh, what we're trying to say. Kevin. Right? Congrats on your human love. How do you impress without genitals? Don't rush it. It'll come. Eventually. <laughs> hey, how do you impress? Have you thought about telling them about your fantasy basketball league? Hey, thank you for tuning in. This has been Extremely Horny A. We will see you next pod. Cheers. Wow. That was what I would have to call a masterpiece. Thank you. And get it? Masterpiece. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, don't ask Christian about Secret Santa, but let's ask somebody else. Can't you just smell it? Mm. 
smell of homegrown and evergreens. Mm. Surrounded by men. Hugging other men. Giving gifts to one another. That was beautiful. So my men, the ground rules and the rules for the fantasy brewing, or should I say, fantasy brewing gift exchange are as thus. $30 limit or less. Sean, please don't unwrap until the party. Also, you can find this in our message board if you forget. Kamish, you're buying for me, your boy Cabo. Andy, well, you're buying for your boy JB. Shawnee Pie, baby, you're buying for Dewey. And Doug, for Mr. Matthew Stacks. And Chuck, you're buying for Burden this time. Make sure to get him something small and sexy like he likes. Adam, you buy for Shawnee. As for me, I buy for Adam. Tommy, you're buying for our sweet big booty butt Andy. Stacky Pie, you're buying for a cutie Tom. Dewey, you got Chuck. Burton, you got Doug and JB, our loyal commish. Thanks for handing this off to me, commish. It's a real honor. Again, men, this is on our message board if you forget. Also in the shared note, we have sizes, we have addresses, we have everything you'll need there. Just take a click, take a look before you text me. But of course, I'm always here for any answers you might have because it is Christmas in Cabo after all. Love you men. Can't wait to retreat together. Merry Christmas, brothers. Merry, merry, merry Christmas to my boys. NBA is no balls association. NBA, yeah, we got the power ranking. NBA, it's GR Fantasy B-Ball. NBA, we on top, this ain't no seesaw. NBA, it's no balls association. NBA, yeah, we got the power ranking. NBA, it's GR Fantasy B-Ball. NBA, we on top, this ain't no seesaw.